0: Hi, this is Bill Arnold. Missed a show or need me talking to help you sleep tonight? I have several solutions to that situation. Here are the podcasts from the show. You are the best for listening and supporting Faith Radio. Listen Saturday evenings at 8 on Faith Radio. And a warm welcome to Afternoons with me. I'm Bill Arnold. Awfully glad to be welcoming into the studio Dr. Marcus Bachman. And he is live in studio, which means he gets uh, one of three complimentary cocktail. I mean, listen to me. (laughs) Complimentary beverages. (laughs) I knew that would make you laugh. I'm getting a rise out of them already. You get your choice of uh, hot coffee, lukewarm coffee, or cold coffee. With one complimentary mint.
1: As as long as it's bubbly, I'm fine with that.
0: I know, I know. So <laughs> we're going to talk about a number of things today. And Marcus, uh, you go to counselingcare.us, and there is a couple of things on my uh, plate I want to talk to you about. Um, there has been some sad news in your life. You lost your mother um in the last uh,
1: month in August you lost I, her August 6th I did boy you're good on dates I do remember dates wow yep wow no she's uh, uh, my mother of 94 years old and uh lived a full life and uh very close to my mom uh and I I uh I miss her I talked with her every day for years cuz uh I was the responsible person in the family who uh my dad passed away over 10 years ago so i was the i was the one uh that uh took care of her and uh watched over her and made sure life um worked well for her mm-hmm. and a uh, good friend of mine
0: and when you lose your mother um life stands still for a little while doesn't it the grieving the
1: morning is not easy well you know bill here i am a therapist and you'd think i'd know everything to be ready for uh, losing a parent, and I think there's a there's just a sense this is the last one that uh, you're it now you're it, and uh, I don't know if that I knew that was the case I just wasn't quite prepared as I thought I I thought I was prepared mm-hmm. but you know um, it was really important to have a memorial service and I think the preciousness of having family and friends there. I have five kids, and they each spoke of the love their grandmother instilled in their lives, the Mm -hmm. love of Christ, and what a change that that love of Christ made in their lives. Mm. And I was a proud papa. I bet you were. I was tearful, but I was a proud papa. Yeah. Yeah. Filled and empty at the same time, huh? Yeah. 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 And I wasn't sure if I was going to get up there and say anything, but, and you know, at 94... Most of your friends have passed away. so, mm-hmm. And this is a small country church in Wisconsin. And, um, you know, if they have s- 12, 14 people for their service, that's a big service for them. Mm. <laughs> and so, you know, it was filled with 125. You know, I thought, okay, Lord, give me a number here of how many um, catering, you know, chicken dinners I'm supposed to have ready. And I just sensed uh, 125. 125 people exactly showed wow. up. Wow. That was kind of cool. Yeah. So um, you know, it's I I, uh, I I I feel there's a healthy grieving in in uh, sharing your story, um, listening to other people tell their stories about uh, how they knew the, your loved one, and um, I heard stories I hadn't heard before, and it was just kind of precious. It it helped me understand a bit more of who she is and appreciated her and and others who who shared their their care and their their tears. It felt um, healing for me mm-hmm. and I appreciated it in a great way. Marcus, how do we do
0: as a society uh, helping people mourn? Now, if I were to see you two months from now, would I say how you doing since you lost your mom? Would you uh, think that would come up, or do you think that? Most people just sort of move on, or they're not comfortable asking,
1: yeah, we don't do it very well, I don't think we do either yeah and 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 you're you're kind in even thinking, and two months you can ask that question mm-hmm. and i I think most people want to hear um specifically um and by the way, call the person who died by their name um how how are you doing is good mm-hmm. but i i i i um you know, if you knew the person, in my case, my mom's name is Elma, and you just say, I miss Elma. Mm. How are you doing about missing your mom? Yeah. And if you can call them by their first name, it gives more of a sense of I, I, I get it and I care. Mm-hmm. I, I, I appreciate people being willing to spend a little time, doesn't have to be a lot of time, but a little time at least to talk and to be reminded, you know, who you are is important and who you loved is important. And now that they're not here, um, how are you about that? Mm -hmm. So the therapist in you can say to listeners
0: who might be in a position where they still have living parents as to what what you stop thinking about. And you get on the phone and you call them and you say, I love you and... Yeah, I forgive you and
1: whatever whatever it oh, takes take care right of, take care of business now. Yeah, take care of business. Oh, That's is, what I'm saying. Oh, is that a say. great assignment? Yes. And why not do it now rather than you know, we have a thousand reasons cuz we've been hurt, we've been we've been done wrong to or it's unfair or all the reasons why we hold back. And Jesus would say um in his loving way um don't hold back. Mm-hmm. Go to that person. Um, be be the first one mm-hmm. to reach out and say, "I want to be at peace with you." And if that's a mother or father we have a problem with, then you know we don't have to agree on everything. We don't have to understand each other completely because I don't know that we ever will because mm-hmm. uh, we're very different people, right? Yeah. But but we can be at peace, and we can reach. And who who doesn't want to receive? Um, a loving response. Yeah, I care about you. I'm concerned about you. I love you. Yeah. Wow. Are you an easy cry? Uh, n- you would think I would be. I would think you would be, but you're um, not, huh? I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trained and disciplined because otherwise, <laughs> in, in a counseling yeah. world, I, I wouldn't have enough Kleenex, Bill. Yeah, I, get I it. I empathize sincerely. Yep. I know you do, but I have to be careful because if I get too emotionally involved, I'm not as objective. Um, boy, you asked a personal question there no, professionally. I did. That was yeah. good, but no, I'm, I, I'm 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 both. If that makes any sense to you, because I, I I I can't be crying all day. No, of course not. Um, uh, I have to hydrate. Yeah, but I was
0: thinking too about just you know your mom died last month, so there must be uh, stuff that is so close to the surface, or you're triggered by something you see or, you know,
1: experience, and you go, oh, yeah. there, there she is. <laughs> you know, I, I had the habit of calling her on the way home, and it's an easy call. It's, you know, a 15-minute, 10, 15-minute talk, and even though I'd ask her the same questions, you know, how was the Meals on Wheels, and she'd always respond with, not good. <laughs> 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 you know, who called you today and who visited, you know, the same questions every day. and And I find myself... Picking up the phone, even though it's illegal now to do it in uh-huh. Minnesota, right? Um, but, you know, unless you do it the right way. it I, I, the Old habits are tenderly um, hard to break. And so I, I, whether I, and and it's true about grieving. The reminders that you are not expecting to trigger for you, all of a sudden trigger. Mm-hmm. I went to the state fair and, mm-hmm. um, ouch, I, I remember exactly. Lots of memories there, huh? Yep. There is good good memory. So, you know, it's not, it's not, you know, grieving is, is productive. It's important. It shouldn't be bypassed. We shouldn't quicken it. We should embrace it. Mm -hmm. And pain and tears are good. And God created it uh, for us to get through because, I mean, you talk about someone who's a teacher of suffering and, and loving and, and, and releasing and letting go. Um, we're about, we're to be about God's business. And so grief is a good thing for us. Mm -hmm. And of course, I love
0: John 11, uh, 35, Jesus wept. Yes. shortest verse in scripture. (laughs) Everyone should memorize it. Just that he was willing to step in to their pain, even though he knew what he was going to do. Yeah. He shared in their suffering and he was compassionate and loving and empathetic. And is there a, a range of time that's kind of acceptable, Marcus? And then after that, you should be not Dwelling or thinking or crying as much as you once were? Grieving never stops.
1: Grieving never stops, okay. And it's months and months. Yeah. And there is a time where if you can't get back to work or you can't get back to daily activities, engaging in life, God has called us to engage in life. Mm-hmm. And so grieving is not to stop us over a period of time. No, notice I'm I'm evading your number question. I get that. And it's purposeful. Artfully, by the way. Yes. No, artfully
0: you're evading it. Yeah. Thank so, you. all right, we're going to... Uh, If you have any questions about uh, grieving, we'll certainly take those as well. So I want to talk about uh, good relationships as well. I've got some questions that have already come in. So we're going to probably be open to either. If you have a question uh, about a good relationship or if you just have a question about uh, an issue related to your own personal grieving or something in your family or whatever it is, let us know. 877-933-2484. And that's phone number or text. We'll take either one. 877 933 2484. We'll be right back. Dr. Marcus Bachman is my guest. He's a regular guest on the show. Go to counselingcare.us for his website. And so, Marcus, I sure appreciated you sharing some of your loss with your 94 year old mother. And it's been a difficult, uh, diff- even though she lived a long life and you loved her well and all of that, it's still very painful. And the grief process is what it is and it has no um, expiration date. So, there.
1: That's a good way to put it, yeah, well, I like that.
0: You said you dodged the the numbers question, so I thought well i'll stick I'll stick in that lane too. that makes sense yeah um so originally, I thought maybe we'd get a chance to chat about uh, good relationships because so many people want them, and it seems uh, evasive at times, but I also just i love this this whole topic of grief and suffering, and so I just want to let listeners know any question you have about grief about your mourning, about the process you're in, about the pain you're feeling. Uh, let Marcus know what your question is or what your concern is, and we'll talk about that as well. But I also want to just open up the dialogue today to uh, good relationships. And I know there's some,
1: there's some formulas for good ones, isn't there? You know, it's an easy question to answer sometimes of what's a good relationship by defining what's uh, not a good relationship. Okay. Because we can just talk about the opposite. You know, if you don't, if you good relationships are respectful, Mm -hmm. if they're not respectful, we have a a really damaging relationship. Openness, honesty. A lot of people have difficulty being themselves. And if they're not themselves, they're not whole, they can't be open and honest. That's a tough one for um, uh, young people today. Um, Understanding who they are, having a sense of who they are. And then being um, brave enough, confident enough to be open and honest with each other.
0: Mm -hmm. What
1: if someone says they don't know who they are? Uh, You you must uh, get that a lot, don't you? I get that a lot. And I think it's a great... Um, uh, grounding uh, point we, we we have to talk about how do you find that out and you know um, we get into childhood we get into what were you uh, affirmed for or what was neglected what did you miss and if you need to stand start moving in those directions of 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 foundational building blocks of trusting um, accepting and 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 moving ahead with um, a sense of Character identity—that's fun stuff in counseling. Is it is—it it is, it is good stuff because you, you got you got this slate that you can work with, and encourage, and some people are so hungry, hungry to um, to move ahead. And and I tell you, you know, as as uh, someone joked with me today at uh, one of the staff meetings, the best uh, client that I can work with is someone who's healthy. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be nice, you know? I mean who is really healthy? And and that's the truth is we we work best with people who are wanting to be healthy. Yeah. Give me that. Yeah. And and then we got a slate and then we got foundations of erasing some things that were put in that were wrong and, and and I can't imagine, Bill, a more privileged um occupation. I'm totally biased, but I love being able to walk alongside as a Christian brother. A brother, Christian sister, who who um, is wanting wholeness in their life, and I get the privilege to walk along in such a personal, deep way. Mm -hmm. What an
0: honor! Are we? We should be taking responsibility for our own happiness, though, shouldn't we?
1: Yeah, it's if we don't, um, and we're expecting it from the other person, we're not going to have a very successful relationship. Mm -hmm we We really have to have a sense of um i take ownership of my life mm-hmm. i i i spend my time wisely i i i treat my body in a way that um uh it becomes a healthy body i i um i I have a career that i'm moving ahead with in uh testing my abilities um you know responsibility goes in a hundred different ways and we're the one only responsible for it mm-hmm
0: All right, uh, Marcus, here's a uh, question from a listener. I'm afraid I don't know how to love, or am I just not in love with him? (laughs) I care about him as a human being, but I don't feel madly in love with him. Is that normal?
1: Oh, I wish we had a panel here of people who have been married for thirty years and to answer that question you know because the the statement of how you feel is is such a complicated um unfortunate high powered um, uh necessity today in our culture if we don't feel it, then we can't have it uh, we can't uh, do it we can't be it, and I'd be really careful about the feelings of love i don't want I want to minimize there is some truth to. Chemistry can be helpful, um, um, enjoying and having some good feelings can be helpful, but that certainly should not be the steering wheel here. Um, we need to be compatible in our spirit life, in our foundations, where we're going, respect and honor. Um, it, it, it really, there, there needs to be an understanding, what, what is it that I'm not having the feelings about? Why is that? That's okay to answer. That's okay to dig around with. But I, I certainly don't want to say um, that should be a high priority. Too often people dismiss not having the right feelings and then deciding, well, then we shouldn't be together. You know, for every person who has ever said, I don't feel in love anymore, I don't know that we'd have a marriage in this planet. Mm. Well, wow. All right, another uh, caller.
0: This is in the grief department. Can, Can we switch gears this quickly?
1: All right, left brain, you, right brain, you, here we go. You're
0: that, you're that flexible. Good. Um, sister cut off connection and then starts talking to me again. Is this considered grief? Should I be grieving about this?
1: Uh, well, I, if we're talking about a sister who's cut off the relationship with the other sister, mm-hmm. okay, and is in the grief process, I mean, I, I don't know how else to say this, but I, I just think as believers we need to give each other some a, a lot of rope here, a lot of slack. I I think I, I I've done some dumb things when I'm in a hard spot. I'm not saying I'm not self responsible because we are. But we may have moods and we have um emotions that carry us during our grieving process in a way that those that we're closest to, you know, those that we love deeply. Um, sometimes we sometimes we act out on and sometimes we act away from. And I don't think that's unusual during the grief process. I think that's why we have to be patient and give the person a lot of slack. There is boundaries if they cross boundaries of, you know, harming, um, physical, um, any of that. But if it's, uh, you know, I, I I'm having a really tough day. I don't want to talk. Don't talk to me today. Leave leave her alone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe the next day or the next day or the next week she's open because she's going through a tough time. Yeah. I I, I just believe in the grace aspect in that, in those kind of situations. Mm -hmm. Another uh,
0: listener said, uh, please uh, share that I still have my grandma's uh, phone number in my phone book on on my phone, and she passed 13 years ago.
1: I love it. Keep it. (laughs) <laughs> I couldn't its more. It. Isn't, isn't that sweet? Yeah. I, I think that's, um, and you know, it would be really nice if you had your grandma's voice um, somewhere, whether she left you a voice message. Um, if there's any way you can keep that, please keep that and keep a trinket and keep a picture and, you know, every year spend some time um, on a birthday, um, hopefully more on a birthday, but also whatever day you choose to remember grandma that's cool. I, yeah. I, I love it. I think that's great. I, it's very sweet. I, I'm I'm never planning on erasing... Um, I put down Grandma Alma because she was Grandma tough a five-hour kid. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to erase that. I wasn't thinking about doing it. No, no
0: exactly. <laughs> if you have a question, let us know what it is. You can call and speak on the show or you can uh, just uh, send a text. And if you have a question about grief or maybe you're trying to navigate your way through a difficult relationship and you've got questions and issues and concerns... We've got Dr. Marcus Bachman in studio, so this is, uh, I will call this like free counseling care, which you can get right now. Just let us know what the question is, 877-933-2484, that's a phone number or a text. All right, Marcus, uh, if we're going to have a good relationship, we've got to make sure we're good on our words, right?
1: Maybe admit mistakes and be, be nice and realistic, huh? Ah, take ownership of our words, boy. Well, that means we have to also decide we're going to invest in the relationship. We're going to invest by uh, positive words, affirming words. Um, I care about you, and I I'm thinking about you. And um, you know, ownership in in the relationship says I'm not going to be lazy. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna step up, and I'm gonna think about who are you and what you, what you like, and 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 even maybe uh, we need to create some new things every so often, um, uh, new hobbies and new interests together and new places to go. And, um, you know, if, listen, Friday nights, uh, uh, being at home or going out for dinner in the movies, that's okay. But come on, there is so much to do here in the in the, in the Midwest. Mm-hmm. And and if, if you have uh, uh, a little bit of money, maybe we can even go to Chicago, you know, come wow. on. Living it up. <laughs> wow. You lost me there. <laughs> i was gonna say paris and then i thought yeah no you know, that's dial it gonna, way that. back <laughs> dial it way back you know i have uh spirit airline so you know oh okay boy.
0: all right um so here's another question we've got some callers coming in and another question before the break we got a couple of minutes uh, my wife struggles with anxiety and depression do you have any tips on how i can love her well through this
1: you know what a caller to ask that question? Isn't that great? How how sweet! I know absolutely got sweet. the best callers that, that, in the world. I, you really have a great audience. I love it. I mean, just the fact that you're you're that he's interested. He she he. It's a he 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 yep. is interested in that. I mean, uh, let's face it. I think it's good for us to be educators of what anxiety and depression are. Um, they're kissing cousins, by the way, mm-hmm. there are reasons, specific reasons why people have anxiety, depression. There are certain cures for depression, anxiety. So if I'm going to be with you in the journey of um, caring about you, I, I'll, I'll educate myself and let's educate each other about um, that which is, is a heaviness in our life and um, can't say it enough about um, the example of who Christ is. Um, he would love. He would care, show care and concern, and he would talk in a way that would be tender because that person is typically drowning. That mm-hmm. person is in a place that life is not easy every day. Um, and so the patience um, and the tenderness. But really, there, there needs to be hope in all of that. And the hope is um, let's figure out what this is about, what is a cause, and what's a cure. And, and if there's no cure, that'd be highly unusual mm-hmm. uh, because there are answers. Uh, but regardless, it's, it's, it's walking alongside someone.
0: All right, we're going to take a little break. We'll be back in 90 seconds, but we'd love to hear what your questions are. You can call or text 877-933-2484. My guest in the studio is Dr. Marcus Bachman. Go to counselingcare.us or his website. We'll be right back. Dr. Marcus Bachman is in the studio. I'm awfully glad when he uh, joins the show, he's got such great wisdom. Counselingcare.us is his website. And if you have a question about uh, maybe it's grieving or maybe it's a relationship, I sort of opened a can of the uh, can of worms. So we can we can be in any lane today, any lane you want. Uh, listening friend Terry says uh, no real question, but it was just thinking um, about affirming some certain actions and behaviors in grief. He said, "I lost my sister two years ago, and I have her last text to me saved." was starting to wonder at this point if it was normal and or
1: acceptable,
0: so that kind of spoke to him
1: uh, isn 't that like the um, keeping the phone number i I, I like it I think it 's a terrific idea of keeping the last whatever it is it 's just you know you know the, the truth is when we love someone um, and we love them deeply um, we don't want to forget um, and we want to appreciate God's given us that gift for relationships, good relationships, and when we have it, it's worth being reminded we had a treasure-hmm why, why, why you know it's it, it doesn't matter it's it's the loss of um, a baby, the loss of um, a sister, the loss of a relationship, if it was worthy if it was if it was close for our heart. And of course, we're going to do something. That's why people do memorials. That's, we need to express it. We need to keep some of it. It's a part of who we are. Mm-hmm. And that is as healthy and normal as can be.
0: All right, Marcus, I don't want to dissect this one, but um, I, I maybe sense a little woundedness here. This listener grew up in a legalistic background and decided to go to a different church and then was a little bit shunned. And I don't know why she, she was shunned, but she's really not talking to church people anymore. And she's feeling grief. She feels disconnected, and so she's wondering how she might move past some of this grief.
1: I'm going to take that a little bit of a different angle. Um, hopefully, it will be helpful. You know, growing up in a legalistic um, situation, church, it's it's a real tough one not to feel shame because everything we do is 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 determined if we do it the right way, um, and if we. Cross the line of legalism, then we are sinful, or we feel we're sinful and we're doing wrong, and so then leaving that and coming to another healthy church, hopefully it was healthy, um we misinterpret a lot because of that backdrop and i'm not trying to sell goods here, but that's a that's a perfect illustration of why someone should dissect that in counseling because we need to get our understanding of what is true. And what is right, and not what 's based out of a unhealthy backdrop of legalism, because we may misunderstand people coming into a healthy situation mm-hmm. uh, you know, Bill, I could be totally off on that one, maybe in this other church, they really did some bad you know moves mm-hmm. toward her, and yeah. if that 's the case, of course she needs to leave, and of course she 's going to feel lonely and 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 um, shameful. But again, we can't base our next step then on not doing something. We have to go for some another situation that we are careful about, find it healthy, and we will be whole and healed in the right setting. But it may take a counselor to help walk her or him through that. Mm -hmm. Here's another listener with a huge heart. Uh, Me and my wife have
0: been struggling with infertility and Mm -hmm. it's affecting her daily. Anything I can do to help her out as we go through this process
1: uh, I, again my heart goes out it's mm-hmm. it's a sensitive area fertility because you know in our culture um having children is 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 the whole sense of wholeness for a lot of people they they 've arrived sometimes you just want to ha- have them uh, be in the presence of a uh, of a two year old and then they can rethink that, but there is a whole sense of um, identity mm-hmm. with people who are infertile, and it's a tough one. I don't minimize it, but I also will say that if our identity is too strong, if we're fertile or infertile, um, um, that's 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 a that's a, a an arena we have to th- think through. Mm-hmm. Is is it is is are we holding on to it too tightly? At the same time. I can talk out on the other side of my mouth and my heart breaks. Oh, right. Because people um, desire family. And God has not abandoned them. God has not left them. God is, they may feel, feel presently that this is devastating and this is the end and this is the dailiness of darkness. The truth is, that is not God's story. His story is a good story for us. We just hold on. God promises us good and not bad. Mm -hmm. All
0: right, Marcus, here's a great question from a listener named Steve. I'm reading a book on grief. Would it be best to read it by myself or with another person to better help my understanding?
1: Wow, insightful listener. Isn't that an interesting question? Ah, I say, why not do both? I think um, you're going to get insights out of just reading a book on your own, you know, put any thing on the uh, you know in the in the side notes you want and and ask yourself some questions and then if you got someone who's willing <laughs> to read the book with you especially i suppose if it's a married person whatever the case may be that insight of the, of asking questions back and forth chapter by chapter i love that idea i think that's a terrific idea i that's a that's a wise question to say um if you can find someone who's willing to read the book with you and have discussion coffee over it it's well worth uh, chapter by chapter go mm-hmm. for it yeah i'd be interested which book it is there's a lot of good books on grief.
0: well he's still listening so maybe he'll hey will let us nice. know what it is let us know yeah 877 another question marcus my wife and i are christ followers recently our youngest daughter and son-in-law lost their firstborn son at 37 weeks of pregnancy we're all experiencing a tremendous amount of grief but especially my daughter and son-in-law, what can I do to help them deal with all this grief?
1: Oh, oh. you know, um, sometimes words just don't um, do a lot. And just your presence Mm -hmm. and the fact that you're here. Um, And, you know, I've I've heard this before. Sometimes people don't know what to say and they can say, I don't know what to say, but I care and I'm here for you. And uh, that presence... Um and that, that routine of pursuit of calling and, and 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 stopping by and and living there for a while um for someone who's close to you, boy. You know, Bill, there's um while we live in this earth on this earth, a lot of hurt and a lot of sadness takes place. Um and so I think we just as as believers um need to be present for someone mm-hmm. in their sadness. I'm going to call
0: in an expert right now, Marcus, and that's not you right now, okay? I love it. Yeah, because uh, Rebecca, um, our producer, has uh, an experience dealing with tremendous grief over a loss, and you might be able to encourage this listener right now.
2: Um, I I think, just as you said, Marcus, it's such a process. It's something that you continue to live with and to walk out And many times you don't know all the answers and you can have all the feelings all in one day. And sometimes many times a day. um, There will be unexpected triggers or or things that can bring up memories or pain that I don't know that you can predict. And feel free to jump in, Marcus. That's true. Um, But I think at least for me, knowing that there are people that care, um, that care about what you're going through and care about that loss. It is mm-hmm. different for the parents, but other people experience that loss along with you, and it's so good to know that you're not yeah. alone. Um, God puts us in families because we need each other. <laughs> he puts us together with one another. So thank you for wanting to for walking this out with your your daughter and was it son and daughter in law mm-hmm. um, and for walking that out together as a family, that it's okay to talk about it, um, but yeah. you don't have to force the situation. It's, it's there. You're there in this together, and mm-hmm. everybody knows it. So maybe just make sure that it's open, um, and it's an invitation to talk, and to, as you said, Marcus, to use the, the son's name. Mm. Um, I think that's a wonderful honor. And to be able to bring that up, but also not to have expectations that, oh, if I say this, maybe that'll go the wrong direction. So I've got to play it this way or that way. I think just being honest with one another and being willing to walk that out together with your hearts open to say, I mean, I don't know the faith of everybody involved, but to say we can rely on Christ and our hearts are broken right now. And so we're going to run to him because this is God is the healer of the broken hearts. Mm hmm. And And so to come back to him and keep taking it to the cross, because it's a process. It's going to come up day after day, week after week in different ways. And you have to keep taking it back to the cross. Mm. So being willing to invite them into that. You understand that.
0: Yeah. Well, Rebecca lost her son. He he was, Gabriel was born premature in June, early June?
2: June 22nd. June
0: 22nd. And was with us five weeks? Yes. Five weeks. And then um, went to be...
1: With the Lord, oh, yeah, it it is it, it, the pain just doesn't go away that easy, and and to have people that are willing to stand there, sit there with you, um, there doesn't have to be a a perfect way to how to to know how to understand. It's a heart that says I'm I'm here and I care, and that means so much. Thank you for being that open here and. land to share that. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Our listener chimed in with the Grief Recover Handbook by John James and Russell Friedman. Mm. That was his book that he was reading. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. What about when relationships sadly end and there's grief associated
1: with that? That's kind of a mixed bag, isn't it? It is. It's it's because in one way, we can say new beginnings, right? When a Uh relationship uh, ends. Yep. Uh, of course, the 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 time that that takes. I mean, in our head, we could say if it wasn't the right relationship, if it wasn't meant to be, then 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 in our head we can simply say, okay, let's go on because there's somebody else out there, and you know, better times are up, up ahead here. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not always true. As a matter of fact, most of the time it's not true, because again, a good and important, um, a dear relationship, is been invested in, and we cannot. Pretend to let that go at the snap of a fingers. Even if we're men, mm-hmm. it doesn't work well. Yeah. It shouldn't work well because uh, the the way that God has wired us and the 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 joining in, the cleaving together in a relationship, um, and the hopes that you had, and all that's entailed, it is it's significant. So, um, yes, yes, we can um, tell ourselves within a period of time. Um, it's it is best that we keep moving ahead but if we've we we can only say that if we grieved enough right if we've talked enough if we have spoken um with someone some people with about it enough
0: Mm -hmm. i'm gonna take a little break that give us uh, time to let people call or text their questions 877-933-2484 dr marcus bachman is my guest counselingcare.us is his website so we'll be back in 90 seconds Marcus Bachman's in the studio. Let us know what your questions are. Call or text. You can talk or you can text 877-933-2484. The last uh, thing we tackled, Marcus, was about the family that lost their um, firstborn son dealing with their daughter and son-in-law. And the daughter's name is Angela and the son-in-law is David. So we'll be praying for Angela and David. Thank you for sharing that. Yes, yes. So it's interesting, uh, Marcus. We give a couple people a couple of different subject matters to call and ask questions about. And it seems that grief
1: is the one and suffering is the one that has, is winning the day. I think people relate to it. And I think there is um, not enough of an opportunity for people to really talk. And uh, I think, um, you know, you have an audience that has a depth, um, um, both from a, a, a Christian care perspective, but you know they they they're not afraid to talk about um some deep issues here so i i'm i was really pleased with um who called and um you know who shared and um there's there's some there's some there's some real um guts to it all no i like it there's a lot of a lot of sweetness
0: when you um talk to people that are in grief and they have no hope of christ um how do you deal with that
1: well i i don't want to pretend here our agency has um about 32 counselors and um 80 percent of the people that come come knowing that we are christian so it's not too often that we have non-believers but it does happen
0: yeah because it certainly happens in in your everyday world apart from your work yeah where you're talking to someone that you know a neighbor and you know they're grieving and they don't know Christ. No, no
1: Bill. I have a very close system. I I don't talk to anyone. There's no neighbors. Other than there's a fish, or you know, <laughs> they have to have a Bible cap. Yeah, or, you know, of course. Every- <laughs> it must be
0: indicating some kind of <laughs> Christian symbol. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, ser- Yeah, you're right. But, I mean, abs- I, abs- I, absolutely. It, and and you know what? What do you, what do you offer them? I mean, you know, you, you you know, you can only tenderly, you know, once you have a relationship. Once you have a relationship, you can you can only offer what 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 you know it to be. Um, your hope and and what is your personal uh relationship with Christ and 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 therefore for you um but for the person who doesn't have that you know i have um i have a relative that is um has is an atheist and um is going to have uh, come for a visit here and so uh other than talking about um the the um secular things of life um when it comes to the deeper things um, he becomes more uncomfortable, and I try tenderly, carefully, um, but I can't say that I've made a lot of headway yet. Um, you know, I wish I could. I, I wish I could give a great story there. So, uh, uh, but that's a, a lot of people say that they pray for yeah. someone for twenty, thirty, forty years, and you know it. It still counts. It oh, still oh, counts. I know. I know. Even if, even if, even if, and who knows at the 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 seconds before someone they that reminder. Wait a minute, Bill's been talking to me, Marcus has been talking to me, and and Jesus, maybe you are real. Mm -hmm. Will you take me as yours?
0: Yeah, here's an insightful comment from a listener, would like to remain anonymous, don't want to get over the loss, want to get over the deep feelings of grief, the loss will always be there. Okay, Uh, they don't want to, okay. I mean, they don't want to get over the loss, I mean... Like if you love someone deeply, you don't ever want to get over that, right? You just want to try to figure out a way to manage some of the grief and yeah. pain. Yeah, but yeah. But we're like, we're
1: not putting that memory on the shelf. Like, all right, I'm done with that. Yep, I know. I think that's that can be very good. I mean, it's it it is a um, it's a tremendous tribute to someone who uh, it meant so much in your life. So so why would you want to remove that? If again you're on hold. If you can't uh, move ahead, you know, in counseling, we we have to report to um, insurance companies about what we're doing, and there has to be an impairment. If there's an impairment, then we have to uh, remove that, reduce that, uh, move on with our life, so that we are not impaired. Um, and so that would be a problem. But but um, understanding and and having a understanding of attribute uh, uh, the significance of knowing that person meant a great deal for us. Always, always. I don't know why that would ever be evaporated. It shouldn't be. Mm -hmm. Do children experience grief? Yes. Well, they do. Yes. Mm -hmm. And they do it in in their own way. They're They obviously often, they do not express it in words. Um, That's why um, play therapy is a tremendous tool. Mm -hmm. It's, Um, I myself do not do it, but I have several of our therapists that are trained in it, and they um, express uh, their sadness in ways with um, uh, toys and um, art and um, expression of uh, actions with their hands and um, even um, at times with um, a battle with one another in, in the play therapy room, and it is tremendously effective. You know, another thing that's really effective with someone who has had uh, a trauma uh, event happen um, and that they can have a great deal of sorrow and loss from a loss that was unexpected is um, a tool that many therapists use uh, called EMDR. Mm-hmm. I, am, I am amazed in a session or two um, the thought of trauma loss in their life um especially if it's um something of of uh unpredictable loss some you know in my case it wouldn't be, but if someone lost a child or someone lost someone through a car accident et cetera that's trauma loss and that e m d r approach bill um i it's it's a god given tool that uh, uh therapists use very effective to have the person um, be able to have control over um, that significant trauma. Just want to throw that in as as an extra thing besides talking about children. All
0: right. Here's a question from a listener regarding kids and loss and grief. I have five boys with my late wife, ages 10 through 21, and the youngest one was six when their mom died of breast cancer. She went on a cruise about a year before she died and sent me a video text message saying goodbye to the boys before... She left, And at the time, I was wondering if she died, what this video would be like in the future. And I don't want to watch it again because it's too painful, but I'm wondering if I should send this on to the boys for a keepsake.
1: Ooh, ooh. You know, I don't give counseling advice on the radio. That's against my ethics, so okay. I want to be careful yeah, here. Yeah. But I would just say, I, I, would, I would talk to a skilled um, therapist on that one. I'd, I'd invite them to look at the videotape, um and and because I have no idea what it how it would be come across i i I think you know if the videotape was meant was it was it meant for the children to see yeah that 's a good point so if it was then 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 it has some relevance i it, 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 even, even without you know it, i think it needs to be uh viewed by someone else and given their their professional opinion because I think that could <laughs> That's a really unusual, unique um, situation that calls for um, uncovering some of the layers before that uh, can be given a a thorough answer. I I do think um, children, even at the age of six and eight through 21, um, need to have a good amount of process to understand what happened and um, talk about it. And boy, I would never minimize um, the necessity for uh, children and adolescents to work through their grief. It It is it is um, unique, and often it, it, it occurs that children look like everything is fine. On the outside, they can get involved with sports, which is great, and they can go on with school and get good grades. And then when they get to be 25, 30, or 35 years old, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it comes back. So I would never minimize the work necessary for the loss of a parent in that yeah. situation.
0: The video was meant for the boys to see when she left on her trip. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Here's another uh, comment from a listener. And I I think that he was uh, remembering when you came on earlier and we had talked about grief. And so it must be a topic that's come up more than once. And he uh, said that he's celebrating, uh, coming up with the one-year anniversary of the of the of his son's death. He was a 27-year-old boy that died of heart failure. But he said uh, it it was difficult with people close to him because it was like they didn't want to keep going through it, even though I didn't have much choice. But he said God has really helped walk me through this, and there's been find myself getting into hobbies and work and other things too, which has been helpful. Mm.
1: Well, you know, it's sad, but true. There are many people that don't want to be bothered with walking alongside someone. I mean, even those that are considered friends and family and those that you would think. I mean, uh, you hear this over and over again. You find out who your true friends are when you come to a crisis point in your life, Mm -hmm. when you come to a significant loss. Um, who's there for you, and who's not there for you? And sometimes the people that you think would be there for you are not. And I think that can be a double whammy. Uh, but the truth is, yeah, there's lots of people that say, "I don't want to touch that." Um, you know, that's not. I, I'm not comfortable, and um, you know, I'll give money, I write out a check, but I don't want to be present mm-hmm. for someone who's going through grief. And 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 the good news is, Bill. But there are people that are willing because God has gifted them with a gift of mercy and kindness. Yeah. And not not to excuse those of us that are not given a gift of mercy, that we shouldn't uh, develop that more. But yeah. we, we need we need to be mindful of who's safe, yeah. who's safe to, for us to share and walk through with. Bereavement groups? Good idea, bad idea. Love them. Okay. I think they're great. I okay. think they're great. And there's some wonderful... Uh, in churches all around the country, um, look up Grief Share. That's a wonderful uh, organization that promotes it. Plenty of others that, um, um, Widow's Might, there's a lot of others that uh, are
0: there for us. Well, thanks to all the listeners that uh, shared such a vulnerable side. Appreciate that very much. And thanks to Dr. Marcus Bachman for coming into the studio. And you can go to his website, counselingcare.us. You can learn more about uh, him and his services and his staff. That wraps up our show for the day. I've loved having this time together with you, and I hope you have a great evening as you just lay your head on that pillow and know that God's working out his great plan in your life, and he loves you, and so do I. See you tomorrow.